it's time for the Good Earth segment on Real World Gardener. On the line, I've got Margaret Mosikowska, who's the director of Moss House, and a well, she gives workshops online at the moment. How are you today, Margaret? I'm fine, and it's happy to be here. Excellent. Today, we're going to be talking about grafting, which might be a little bit difficult on radio, but we're going to give it a go anyway. So let's start off with why graft in the first place? Uh, There is a lot of reasons for grafting. Uh, The most common reasons is to uh, prevent some soil diseases. So you actually graft, for example, fruit tree on the rootstock of a tree which is uh, immune to diseases in certain areas. So that's why all citrus trees you buy, they are grafted. Because they are not native to Australia, we've got a lot of uh, fungal diseases which can kill a tree. So that's probably the most common. The other reason is dwarfing. So you uh, may attach a graft from a larger tree onto a rootstock of a small tree, which will not grow large volume of roots, and therefore it will limit the growth of what is grafted on top of it. People also graft to add variety of uh, flowers or variety of fruit. So, for example, very common grafting is uh, roses. And again, you may get rootstock, which is immune to diseases, and you may graft some nice flowering rose, which you've got from someone, and you want to grow it for the beautiful flowers. Or you can do this with fruit trees. And uh, I also have seen a friend of mine, she has grafted several varieties of similar fruit, on one tree. So she's got peaches and nectarines on one tree. And she actually has got got, uh, two types of peaches and one type of nectarines. Um, If you graft this way, sort of multi-graft of various fruit, um, they have to be from the same family. So you cannot graft apples and peaches, but you can graft several types of apples and pears on one tree. So it's a lot lot of reasons for for grafting. could be hardiness, so uh, rootstock immune to frost, for example, could be repairing. If you've got a, a broken young tree and you don't want to dig it up and start from scratch, you may graft the same um, scion, the same uh, plant on top of it. Uh, you may change cultivars, which is very common in uh, orchards, commercial orchards. So instead of digging up whole trees, they just remove the crowns and they graft new varieties on top of them. And this way, fruiting happens earlier. So with grafting on mature rootstock, you can get fruits much, much earlier in as little as two years. Yeah, an example of that is macadamias. I've got a grafted one that fruited, it still took a long time, but it was earlier than, say, vegan graft. And another reason I I graft is I graft Camellia japonica, which is slow growing onto uh, Camellia sasanqua rootstock, which is a lot quicker. So uh, I do that a lot. All right. So next we can describe maybe a couple of simple ways to grafting, uh, perhaps. And I, I guess the first thing is to have the correct equipment. I have a a grafting knife, or it's called a budding knife, I think. It's very sharp. Yeah, it's important because what grafting is, is joining parts of two related plants. So the vascular tissues, the tissues which transport water and sugar, are aligned. 
So to be aligned, the surfaces may be really, they have to be really smooth. So you do need a sharp knife. So plants have double vascular system. They've got what is called phloem under the bark, and they've got xylem in the middle, in the woody parts. So you always have to align them exactly that way. And this is uh, why we've got different types of graft, depending if you graft, say, your roots, your rootstock and the zion, which is the added part, um, the same thickness, or you've got them in different thicknesses. So, for example, if you've got them roughly the same thickness, you can use the method, which I don't remember the name of, but you cut both of them on diagonal, So and then you fit them together. So, again, they have to be the same thickness, and then uh, you wrap them around with a special grafting tape, which allows the air through. And you may also add a stick or piece of wire so they don't fall apart. More stable it's uh, a grafting when you cut the Zion um, flat. So you've got flat surface, you cut it flat across, and in it, you cut it across uh, like along the stem in the middle. So you've got... Uh, like a slit in it, and then you cut, and then you cut your zion in a V shape. So oh, it's like sharp. Put I, it into this uh, slit in the rootstock. I, I think you met, you called the first bit a zion when you meant to say the rootstock. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, rootstock is the one which has got roots basically. So that's the main plant, and zion is the one you you stick onto it. <laughs> Yeah, so the one you're describing, the rootstock is you cut, cut off. flat. Yeah, flat. Yeah. That's the flat bit. Yeah. Yeah, and then you cut a slit into this uh, flat surface. So when you sharpen the scion into sort of V shape, a little bit like um, sharpening a stick, but not around. Just you do just to cut, so it's V shape and flat on both sides. Then you push it into the slit. And again, you need to attach it with uh, um, cutting tape. grafting tape. So it's uh, important to have the proper grafting tape because it, uh, it allows the air through. And uh, you may also surround it with some wet material like uh, cocoa peat, depending on the weather, because some plants you graft when they are going through dormancy and like uh, cold climate plants and uh, warm climate plants, they may be grafted when it's warmer so you may need to protect them from drying out right so i've always known that to be called a top cleft graft i don't know why it's called that uh, and i think the approach graft is slightly different uh, but with the top cleft graft you have to make sure that if it's not the same thickness that you're aligning the one edge with the other edge of the rootstock so that you can't just plonk it in the middle and hope it will take off because it won't. Yeah, just... the alignment, the alignment, it's really important. It, uh, that's why you need the tape because the tape helps you to sort of squeeze all the parts tightly together. And that's what the success of a graft depends on because uh, the water and the other juices, they need to be able to be transported between two parts. So, yes, it has to be pretty tight together. This is called approach grafting. Okay, we'll end it right there for this week. So that was part one of grafting techniques. So we'll continue part two in the next episode of A Real World Gardener. Once again, Margaret, thank you for joining me on The Good Earth. Thank you, Marianne. 